Welcome to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast, where we believe that no matter what you've gone through in life, God is inviting you to partner with Him to take back your story. On this podcast, we have inspiring conversations with people who are doing just that. And now, your hosts, Davey Blackburn and Aubrey Sampson. Hello, welcome to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast, a special year-end Christmas edition. I'm Davey. And I'm Aubrey, and I like how you said that it was like our Christmas spectacular at the Nothing Is Wasted and our 200th episode That's on right. one. I'm very seeing exciting. ribbons and streams and lights and trees. Ticker and all, tape. And, yes, yeah, it's all, all kinds of things in the background right now. Um, and if you're not seeing it in the background, then you need to come over and join us on YouTube. Because you, there you go. will still not then see it in the background, but you can imagine it with <laughs> us. <laughs> yes, you can imagine it with us. We're having a Christmas slash uh, 200th birthday celebration. This is so fun. <laughs> I love this. It's so much fun. Can you believe we are already at 200 episodes, Aubrey? It's no, wild. I can't. It's so wild to think about that. And I mean, I know I wasn't there from the very beginning, but I think I've been here for at least a You've been here for a while. Yeah. episodes? Yeah, that can't be have, right. Is yeah, that right? Because you were a part of, yes. And here, so here's the deal, guys. Crazy. Our producer, Taylor, is shaking. She's nodding her head right now. Yeah, and it's true. It's and, been 100 episodes. Okay. And we, we asked her to come in and be <laughs> a part of this conversation to kind of like help us moderate some things. Because here's what we want to do for this special year-end edition of the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. Most of us, uh, if you're anything like me and you have any kind of a, you know, it's probably more than just achieving. I think I'm trying to pigeonhole people right now but i'm an enneagram three and so i'm all i'm an achiever and you're a a wing three and so what we tend Mm -hmm. to do is at the end of the year we tend to reflect back and look forward we tend to get really introspective and kind of plan for uh the next year as much as you can plan for anything in life right which the past couple of years has definitely taught all of us that we cannot plan for anything however it is is important That when you, when the, uh, what is it, the best laid plans of mice and men, right? When you experience Mm -hmm. so much difficulty in life, particularly, it's important to look back and reflect and see what God has taught you in those those seasons. And that's what we kind of want to do in this episode, because Aubrey and I, we get, you know, I mean, we're, we're in running in different lanes, going in all different kinds of speeds and, and in different directions. And we, we get a chance to sit down and chat once a month when we record these intros and outros, we don't get a whole lot of time right. to really catch up. We really don't, actually. I mean, that is kind of interesting. People might think that we do, but we actually don't. So this right. is sort of a catch-up time for us and for you listeners as yeah. well. So that's what we're going to do right here. It's almost as if we're in the car with you on your way to grandma's house. That. And we're just having a conversation. <laughs> and uh, and then Taylor's just kind of popping in here and there and going, hey, so this let's have this conversation about this. You're kind of getting some behind the scenes of what we yes. do in terms of how do we bring, you know, helpful resources and content to you at Nothing Is Wasted Ministries and on this podcast. So I'm excited about this. Really excited about I this. I am very excited about it too. And like you said, I'm glad that Taylor's here with us because I feel like you and I could also go off on a lot of tangents, Davey. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Taylor's also going to like <laughs> keep us <laughs> I'm here on to, I'm here to keep the listening experience 100%. <laughs> yes. So we thank you. We thank very you, Taylor. We appreciate you. We put very ourselves under your authority. Yeah. 
Well, I just think, I mean, the main thing that I want you all to talk about, and I think that the listeners want to hear is, you know, what was this year like for you all? Yeah. Like, let's talk about, you know, mm. what, how did God show up for you guys? How mm-hmm. did the Nothing's Wasted podcast impact your life this year? What mm-hmm. were some big ministry milestones? Like, I just would love mm-hmm. for you guys to talk about that because I think we all want to hear it. Yeah, that's huge. Now, uh, we will acknowledge this, the time that we're recording this right now. Um, there's a major event that that is supposed to happen that has not yet happened that probably will have happened by the time you listen to that, and that is uh, Amanda, my late wife, yeah. her jury trial, which is scheduled for December sixth. Mm. Now, as we have found out for the last several years, that can be changed at the last minute, so we have no idea if it has yeah. happened. We don't want to kind of uh, it, it seem like we're mindlessly overlooking that, um, you right? Know, because it obviously is a major milestone that has taken place at the point that you're listening to this. But just know the point where we're recording this, we, we have not crossed that bridge yet. We have not walked into that journey yet. So we will definitely share more about that as these episodes, as we continue to release episodes and we, you know, talk more and you can follow us on Instagram and in the, you know, all the other different places that we're talking about these things. Um, but I just want to acknowledge that. Um, so, Aubrey, why don't we start with this? Um, why don't you share a little bit about some milestones that you guys walked through this year? Okay, I would love to do that. I mean, it's so funny. In a lot of ways, I feel like 2020 and 2021 have like blended together. Yeah. So I almost can't even remember this year. <laughs> but I will say, I'll try to think like most recent to the past. I mean, uh, Taylor, our producer, and I just wrapped up our final exam for our master's program Praise at Wheaton. The Lord. So, That's hallelujah. Huge. That was four years? Four and a half years. Four and, four and, a, half and a half years. Four and a half years. Yeah. So, that was major. Now, we don't have our, you know, by the time this airs, we might, but right now, we at least don't have if we passed, and I'm assuming we did. <laughs> but, um, and so that was a Specifically, what was the, the master's program again for those who maybe aren't familiar with the fact that you guys were yeah, in this? Yeah. It's a, it's a master's in evangelism and leadership. And Taylor and I did it through the Propel cohort at Wheaton College, which okay. means it was the first all-female cohort at Wheaton and just an incredible experience for yeah. the last four and a half years. Don't you think, Taylor? Yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. <laughs> How do you summarize sure. that whole thing? <laughs> yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. You can't. But, you can't. but we had to summarize yeah. it in five papers, five five-page yeah, papers. Shoot. So yeah, it we, was absolutely And Aubrey and I studied together wild. for hours Man. leading we up did. to it. We, we did. <laughs> We did. We helped each other. And then um, our our church plant celebrated its sixth anniversary or sixth birthday, which, you know, at some point we'll transition where we're not celebrating every year, but we're still young enough that we yeah. do that. So that that's really fun, especially after the last year and a half. Yeah. That felt really like a major ministry milestone. Yeah, it's a and huge then, milestone, to, especially as a church plant, yeah. to navigate yes. the, the waters of all of the uh, restrictions and shutdowns and COVID. I mean, that is, yes, I mean, I, most of most of my pa- pastor friends who have established churches feel like they're relaunching after that. And that's right? exactly what it I mean, feels never like, mind relaunch. the fact that you are this baby, essentially this like mm-hmm. little tiny seedling that has yes. just planted into a ground. And right. It is wild. It is so wild. So wow. praise the Lord that we made it six six years because yeah. the last you know year and a half has felt pretty fragile and then um my book came out in yes. I don't even, October I guess I'm like when did my book even come <laughs> out September really sometime in the fall my my third was my third book so that was really fun yeah. and also really wild and I think it felt like the bulk of my year was sort of moving towards that yeah. so um that was yeah. very very exciting to finally come out into the world and just um 
release in a lot of ways right. and let the Lord just do his thing now that it's it's out there. Yeah. So so those are so those are some big ones that come to mind immediately. Yeah. I feel like I can't even remember the first half of the year. I'm sure awesome things happen <laughs> then too. But what well, about you, David? So, what well, are your big ministry Let me, let me get curious for a second and we're gonna dive deeper into yours before we hit some of mine. Okay. Because this is yeah. this is what I do, listeners. I get when I hear something, I get curious and I ask questions and we are able to dig in and pry into People's stories You're and people's so lives. Good at that, okay, so, yep. so I'm curious. I want you to kind of summarize for me the four and a half years of of this master's program because I've mm. I've heard you and Taylor talk about this and the significance that this holds for you guys, mm. especially being this all women cohort. You know, and yeah. The things, kind of the breakthroughs you guys were experiencing mm. when it comes to, I mean, there there are significant barriers to women in leadership, particularly in ministry. And yes. I feel like that this probably pulled some scales off of your eyes in a lot of ways and felt very empowering. So can you talk to me about that? Yeah. Thanks for asking that, Davey. I mean, I would say, especially in the part of the country where I live, and I so I live in Chicagoland, and there are a lot of uh, very educated Christians around here, mm. and and I mean like at Moody, right. at Wheaton, at Trinity, at, they're all here. Like all the big seminaries and Northerns here, North Park is here, and so as a woman in this particular area, there can be, and it's unfair. I mean, it's not right, but yeah. there is a pressure that if you are going to engage in any kind of public ministry whatsoever, especially if you're like using your voice, you have to have an education. Mm. Again, that's unfair. That's not right. Like I, I don't at the same, so, th so that's a reality. Okay. Yeah. The other reality is like, I love learning. Taylor right. loves learning. I have wanted to get my master's degree in some kind of theology or doctrine for a very long time. So I think that like kind of the two worlds coming together, it's not like I feel like, oh, now I can do what God has yeah. called me to do. It's not that. But there is, a there is I'm not going to lie, an added confidence that comes with like, okay, we've done this thing and we're the first women to do this thing at Wheaton right. College. And there is something really cool about that. And of course, not for our glory at all, but for what the Lord might do through the church, specifically through women. And then I think that the beautiful thing too, I mean, we learned incredible, incredible things about right. the mission of the church and and um, God's mission and what is the church and what is evangelism. And hmm. we learned apologetics and we learned doctrine and we learned all kinds of organizational personal leadership, you know, theories. So we had a lot of vast learning. But I would say the other thing that's really cool, and Taylor, you may want to pop in and speak to this, but, you know, we... Uh, here I am, kind of this non-denominational evangelical girl in this certain world, and all of a sudden I'm learning with all these Pentecostal, very charismatic, <laughs> Holy Spirit-filled women at Wheaton College of all places. Right. And so it was like almost this new wineskin, mm. right, of like the, the charismatic bent along with the sort of more reformed, yeah. like a uh, very, heady very heady bent. Mm -hmm. And so to have the heart and the head and the hands and the Holy Spirit all come together for four mm. and a half years, I'm just excited to see what the Lord's going to do. I can't wait. Man. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what, you, what I was going to have you talk about, Obs, because I think <laughs> that. specifically with um, Holy Spirit, I saw in you a, a transformation, like you stepping into a new closeness with Holy Spirit that you've never yeah. had before. Absolutely. And yeah, I think that absolutely. was a lot because of our program, which is hilarious and ironic because, like you said, it was at Wheaton. Yeah. 
so but, funny. But it's more about the people of God that showed up in that class. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely a movement of that that's happening in the church worldwide, I believe, and mm. in, in, in experiencing the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, kind of opening up that yes. that portal. It's, it's almost like a, a whole... I mean, it is a whole aspect of God, obviously, but a whole yeah. facet of the person of the, of you know of God and the the Trinity that that the church has not understood and can't control and contain, quote unquote. Right. And so it right. just tr- it just kind of shelves that side of God and 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 Jesus said right to the Samaritan woman that true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we get way too far on one side of the spectrum, when it comes to all spirit, all feeling, all experience, all that sort, right? Mm-hmm. It can get very dangerous. We get way too far on the other side of the spectrum where it's just all truth, all fact, all intelligence, all head. Right. You know, that can also be very dangerous as well. There's got to right. be this marrying of the two um, and, and finding the tension between the two. And so I love that I see that happening kind of a, a, for the most part in Christendom as a whole, you know? I think, yeah, I think it, Davey, it cool. you need Go to ahead, talk Taylor. about too, the, about your experience, like coming into more Holy Spirit this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't Ooh, even know how yeah, to, I want to hear that. I don't know how to qualify it very much at all, but, um, <laughs> so there, you know, and, and these are some things I probably have never really shared with uh, as a, you know, it, kind of a mass, you know, publication or broadcast like this, but, there were some things that that occurred before Amanda was killed that opened my eyes up to some s- spiritual giftings, um, and it didn't occur to me until afterwards that really what was going on. But the summer before, um, you know, Amanda was murdered, I was prophesied over, and um, it was it was odd to me. And this guy who prophesied over us, there was also in that same uh, camp setting, I was speaking, and he was speaking in that same camp setting. You know that he was praying over people, and people were experiencing healing, uh, physical healing, mm, and so wow. it really opened my eyes up to the power of the the Holy Spirit in ways that I had not really explored. I grew up Wesleyan, which is mm-hmm. kind of like Baptist. You know, I mean, if, if on that yeah, side of camp, right, it's right. like you know, right. um, it, it's not like it's not Presbyterian where you're just you know the frozen chosen kind of idea, but it's right, it's definitely right. not Pentecostal, and so. I just thought there's a realm that I had not explored at all. And then, mm. you know, after Amanda passed away, we had written down this prophecy when, after she had passed away, I, I read it again and it, it really pegged mm. the occurrences of my life and wow, uh, opened my eyes up to, man, there's the, the Lord wants to open some things up inside mm. of my heart. So I've been, I've been journeying on that and I don't even know how to explain it other than the fact that I am believing more in the power of God to step into situations and, you know, in physical healing and, right, um, right. you know, believing more in the power of God to, to speak words over people um, yes. that would be congruent with what the Lord's speaking to them. Um, yes. And so, you know, our whole word this past year was presence. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because I feel like in our life, presence, it was supposed to be a double entendre. It was supposed to be more present as a family and more present in the Lord. And I yeah. think we experienced so much uh, kind of tra- transition and stuff in our life this this year still <laughs> in continuation with all the transition that's been happening that we feel like we experience a lot of presence as a family. Our family unit is so much closer than it has oh, ever been. Oh, that is awesome. I love that. But I can't say that I'm content with or satisfied with uh, 
experiencing or pursuing the presence of God, to be honest with you. Hmm, um, interesting. Unpack personally. that a little bit. What do you mean? Well, I just think I've, I experienced a lot of like really trying to be cognizant and present and, and invest myself, my time, my energy into my family, that there were times that um, my spiritual formation, um, I felt like I kind of, it kind of took a backseat. You know, yeah. If yeah, I'm just being that's, honest, that's very you know? honest. Yeah, um, very honest. And and I'm trying to figure out what that looks like in a crazy busy season with three kids, and because Ugh, right. my, the way that I conduct my spiritual formation for my disciplines all the way up until this point has required that I have certain time amount of time to really mm-hmm. dig in and dive in uh, to mm-hmm. God's word and study and all of that stuff. That's how I engage a lot with the more that I learn about God. Right, the character, the attributes, the nature that improves your intimacy. It really just yeah, yeah, it stirs me up. And when I don't have time Mm -hmm. to sit down and read for hours and hours and time to Mm -hmm. that, I start to feel a little dry. And so that has been our experience this year, just in candidness. And yet at the same time, I feel like the Lord has been all throughout this year inviting me to like enter into some of these spaces that are less on the intellectual side and more on the experiential side. And so it's almost like God's going, "Hey, I want you to experience me in a different way." And, mm. and I want that to also be one of the anchors of your, you know, your relationship with me. And so yeah, it's foreign to that. me. I'll be honest with you. It's foreign to me, but, but I'm, I'm just trying to lean into it a little bit more and, and then also lean into it on how I minister to other people. And Interesting. when I go and speak somewhere and, and, and how do yeah. I listen for what the Lord is doing in a room mm-hmm. and deviate from my quote unquote notes, you know, when I'm preaching. Whoa! And, oh, that's so shocking. And go, yeah. wait a minute, like God's doing something right here and I have no plans mm. for this and I don't really know what to say, but Lord, you're going to have to literally wow. just like say it right now through me. That's so faithful, And there were some wow. very nerve-wracking moments this year speaking at different churches where that took place. Can and, you, do you mind sharing an example of that? Because I think a lot of our, <laughs> our listeners would be like, well, what is he, what's he talking about? What does he mean? Yeah. Well, this will give you a little bit of a clue into like as a communicator, some of the moments that you just kind of freak out. I was preaching a message. And I'm very familiar with preaching. I preach it a lot. It's called Position for Redemption. It's a message on on the story of Ruth. And I was preaching this at my father-in-law's church. And toward the end of the message, I felt like the Holy Spirit impressed on me that I needed to do a different type of invitation. And so I asked people mm. to come down front. And if they felt like that they had been labeling themselves by words um, or, or, you know, d- defining words that were not congruent with what God would yeah. label them as, right? Have you been labeling Good. yourself with shame? Have you la- been labeling yourself with, you know, not enough? Have you been- and so I invited people to come down front and so many people came, came down front. Now here's the problem. I'm literally standing in front of all these people with no game plan. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of freaking out, right? I'm trying to keep yeah. my, my poise and I'm, I'm going, Lord, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? You just you just impressed on me that I'm supposed to invite people down. Now right, what am I supposed what? to do? And then you right. know, you was I mean, it was one of those moments where it's like I can't fake this. Mm. I just I can't fake this. There's a there's a very there's a tender moment happening right here mm. with this congregation. And so you're talking about six seven hundred people sitting in this. Auditorium so what did right you now. do? So I went up to one of the people, and I said, "What name have you been labeling yourself?" Mm. And she shared me the name. She said exactly what yeah. she had been labeling herself yeah. as. And I paused and I closed my eyes and I said, Lord, like just out loud or not out loud. And to myself, I was like, Lord, I, give me a name. Give me something. Give me something. Give me mm. something. And then I just felt like the Lord impressed just his word. You know, different yeah. scripture began to pop up. And I just started speaking that over this girl. And she awesome. just melted. 
You could just see that the Lord was really imparting something to Mm. her. Mm. And there was a little bit of like a Mm. rookie giddiness sure. to that that happened yeah. right I'm, yeah this i've never spoken this like, oh, few, about all this oh, stuff few, this is Lord, crazy showed up. Yeah. literally i was like oh my gosh what just happened lord Whew, okay <laughs> so i was like all right well that felt cool let's do the next person <laughs> you know and so i go to the next person uh-uh. the same thing and did probably about three or four people right there and just prayed mm-hmm. over them and and it was just a really powerful moment it freaked Praise me God. out but it was sure. really cool um, I and I just that. think God invites us into those things where it's like, this is Absolutely. risky. I don't know what this is going to, but you know, so know right. that even those of us who are communicators that look like we have it all together, we don't know what's going on some, sometimes. Absolutely not. That We can't contain the power of the Holy Spirit. You just can't. Oh, I love that, Davey. What a cool thing to learn in 2021. And this is the beginning, right? What else yeah. is the Lord going to do? And oh, that's, yeah. that's so, so, so exciting. Merry Christmas season, friends! We're celebrating early this year at Nothing Is Wasted Ministries by offering 20% off all products from December 16th to December 27th. So if you've been feeling like you wanted to begin your healing journey with the Pain to Purpose course, or you've been wanting to buy the Pain to Purpose devotional for a friend in need, or if you're wanting to take your healing to another level by hiring a Pain to Purpose certified guide, all of these items and more will be 20% off for these 12 days only. This is our version of the 12 days of giving during the Christmas season. Our gift to our Nothing Is Wasted listeners, supporters, and fellow Pain to Purpose journeymen and journeywomen. You guys are the reason why Nothing Is Wasted Ministries exists. We believe that these products are all great gifts for people who are suffering, so we are trying to help get more of them into the hands of people who need them this holiday season. Give the gift of purpose for 20% off for 12 days only from December 16th to December 27th, only at nothingiswasted.com. Again, that's nothingiswasted.com. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Okay, I want to hear, and I know our our producer wants us to talk about. <laughs> how, tell me about nothing is wasted. Like how how has nothing is wasted impacted you, or has God? How has God used nothing is wasted in your life this year? Oof. Um, I wonder. Let me tell. Let me tell you when. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, Taylor. you tell I was going to say uh, specifically like uh, the podcast. I think. Yeah. 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 I want to tell you something about the podcast. Yeah. And this was a re- this was a recent episode, but do you know I cannot stop thinking about it. And there are some episodes where where Taylor and I behind the scenes go, "Whoa, that mm. was a sacred episode." No, we all, we love all of our episodes. Everyone, we love yeah. all of our guests. Everyone's. We've said this on the show before. I like every once in a while we're like, "Oh, that was something holy yeah. and something special." Um. So there, I think there have been two standouts to me, and and it might just be the timing, but um. One, you know, remember when Mitchell Lee was on mm. and he talked about, uh, I think he was talking about Henry Nowen's teaching about the ministry of mm-hmm. absence instead of just the ministry of presence. And I think we probably talked about that in that mm-hmm. episode, yep. but I just keep thinking about that. And mm. um, I'm not exactly sure why the Lord keeps bringing it to mind. It may be because of um, what Kevin and I have been through in the past few weeks, mm. which we can talk about in a minute, but... 
I have felt that um, there is something about the ministry of absence, both in how we we show up for people in pain, but then we step back and yeah. we allow space so that the Lord can just move in their lives. But I mean, even in our own lives, I think there is something giving yourself permission right. when you're in seasons of grief or, or seasons that are really tender to be like, you know what? I don't need to be at that ministry event yeah. or I don't yeah. need to hold all of the spinning dishes in the air that I'm constantly holding. Right. I don't need to, whatever, I mean, I don't know, whatever it is. So good. I have permission to sort of even be absent from my own responsibilities for a time, not forever, but for a time to tend to my own grief and my own pain. And I just, that has been a really, that's been a standout thing for me in the past few weeks. Then the other one, and Dave, you're going to have to remind me of his name. But there was a guy on the show who was in a a car wreck Mm-hmm. And I believe wheelchair bound. Mm-hmm. And you kept talking about his yep. joy. And do you know who, who, can you remind me what his name is and what episode that was? I'll keep telling you the story and we'll come back to that. Yeah, but it's Ryan Atkins. He, um, thank you. Right. Yes. I was like, mm-hmm. is it Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Atkins? Yep. Ryan Atkins, his hope, not just for uh, like kingdom um, experiences now, but his hope of heaven yeah. was so. Yeah. Uh, profound. And I think it reminded me of something that over the years I have really maybe lost my mm-hmm. way in. Like it was quite, I, I not convicting in a bad way, convicting in a really good way. Like I think sometimes we can, especially in the church planting missional world, you're so about like God's kingdom now, right. advancing God's kingdom right. here, experiencing God here. You could tend to forget your future hope that cannot be shaken. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's another standout for me that the Lord just keeps reminding me like, I think never before in my life have I so longed for our future hope in Christ, not just hope now, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%, 100%. And I think it's, you're right. When it comes to, when you're so missionally minded, you can tend to get very grounded here on earth and in almost an unhealthy way, right? And almost a way Mm -hmm. that's like, you're you're building things here, Mm -hmm. really building the kingdom here, but it like, we're still, we're still not to, build our roots here on earth. We're aliens. Right. 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 And then at the same right. time, some people, the, the old phrase is like, some people are so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. No right? earthly good. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So there's that consistent tension and it's, it's, you mm. know, such a providential and gracious thing of God to like remind us of finding that tension, you yeah. know, using these kinds of conversations to stir us and prompt us back into, you know, finding that healthy tension between the two of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what's crazy about Ryan Atkins? I found out after we did the episode, and I think I knew this, but I had totally forgotten that the way we got connected to him was through one of his physical therapists. No way! How did that happen? Yeah, well, it was a guy that that's a friend of mine that's in the medical field, and he was like, kind of no helping him. Way. He's not actually a physical therapist, but he was helping him through the physical therapy process because he's in orthopedics, and it was like wild, wild. Oh, that's amazing! So, how God did anyways, that! Wow. I know. The ways Those that we get connected, for me. I think that's what, you know, that just kind of struck something in me that that's what really fascinates me and what stirred me over the years. Yes, over 2021, but over the years with this podcast is the connection that takes place and how God brings us guests. Mm, and yeah. and I think that just reminds me of the the connectedness, that what we call the divine flow, right? The relational mm. connectedness of God's kingdom. And wow. that we're tethered together by something that is a, it's a paradigm that we cannot see. There's, 
there are yeah. certain representations and manifestations of it, like a podcast episode or like a, right. but there right. is something happening that brings all of the Jesus people together here mm. on earth to, to bring crazy? his kingdom forward. And I am amazed yeah. over and over and over and over, you know, when we meet somebody and then it's like, oh, we found out that this person came into our sphere because of this person and this, you right. know, and, and you're like, right. man. God's kingdom. And that's how God, I've heard it said before, that's how God builds his kingdom. He does it relationally, mm. right? He doesn't of do it course, with bricks and mortar. Right. He does it relationally. Right. And if the past right. year and a half hasn't showed us that, man, what is going to show us that? And then we get Absolutely. people on the podcast that then work within Nothing Is Wasted Ministries. We get connected right. to ministries. I mean, how that's many crazy. times did we have a publisher send us a name that we have never heard and now we have relationships with them and right. are talking to them weekly? Right. It's not amazing. Because maybe they're a certified guide yeah, for us or, or because they're yes. a, yeah. or because we're just partnered with their ministry. Or now way. we've just become right. friends with them and ministry yeah. workers alongside yep. of them, whether they're doing things mm -hmm. with nothing is wasted or not, we have that that connection in the mm -hmm. kingdom. And I mean that blows me away constantly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's it just it's 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 fun. It makes this you're it, it's an adventure where you're going. God, God, what, what are you going to do next? You know, what are you going to mm -hmm. do next? And I think that yeah. encourages me and should encourage everyone who's listening to this in the dry seasons where you feel like it's just your kind of your feet are your spiritual feet are stuck in quicksand and you're like not going anywhere. Yeah. It's like, remember the seasons that God just like, boom, ex like did all these things almost overnight or connected you or brought somebody into your life or and everything just right. kind of unfolded right. in a moment. Right. Right. That, that, took you into a whole new place with the Lord, you know, those, that's what keeps me um, encouraged in those dry seasons. Yeah. Anytime I think you look back on God's hand in things, and even mm -hmm. if you don't even realize it, when you start to look back on even the past year and go, this thing happened, wait, but then because of that, this thing happened, wait, because, you know, you do like yeah. that timeline of your life exercise, you're like, oh God, you are orchestrating my story right, right. and other people's story and the world's story and the cosmos yeah. story like but I do, I do think in our frailty we forget so easily and just with like the busyness of life we yeah. forget but to stop and and see that those web of relationships like you're talking about only God only only the Lord could be so mindful of us right. that he would weave those things together it's incredible right. yeah yeah 100 percent you know I was thinking there are a couple of um there are a couple of big milestones for for us, I feel like at this year, Aubrey, if I can share, I think one, when I think back, it was January that we first released certified guides as a ministry. Is that which, true? Yeah. So we've only been doing that for about a year now. Um, wow. And now we have right about 35 certified guides who can coach people Amazing. on those That's pathways. Awesome. But the, the thing that really, you know, we, I've always wanted nothing as wasted ministries to be a collection of voices to be a collection yeah. of ministers, to be a collection of ministries, collection of people. You know, I understand that the way that this got started was and and is the kind of the catalyst is our story, the Blackburn story. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, you know, there's so many things that I've been learning over this past year that have reinforced this idea of nothing is wasted ministries has to be more than just the Blackburn story. And while it's I fine, while it's fine that this is that our story is the catalyst and kind of the driving yes. force in a certain season for that, there that we as a leadership team, we as you know a, a team, we're consistently asking the question: How do we bring more voices into this? Mm. How do we poise this and position nothing as waste of ministries to live beyond any of us? 
because yeah. we believe so strongly in the power of this ministry, the power of sharing stories of Absolutely. overcomers, of redemption. Um, those yeah. stories live on. Those stories continue. Yes, they do. And, um, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I want people to go, who was it that started Nothing Is Wasted Ministries? Wouldn't like, that be amazing? What was that? Because yeah. that ministry is incredible. I don't even know who like started that, you know? And so I think the certified guides is one of those major steps that, I mean, for years we're going to see ripple out, but one of those major steps in that direction, you know? So cool. And, Can you just tell our listeners who, I mean, maybe new to the to the uh, mm-hmm. podcast today, talk to us about what certified guides are. Yeah. In short, it is um, people who can coach you on the pain to purpose pathway um, in the specific pain point area that you are currently dealing with. So we are able to narrow it down to specific pain points like, you know, maybe you, maybe you, you've lost a, a child. Well, we have, we have a coach or coaches in that have also experienced that, but are a little bit further down the road mm-hmm. and can point you in the right direction that can help you see some of the pitfalls of this journey that you're going to be walking right now. And they, they get it. They understand. They can yeah. empathize with you in a way that a lot of times a, a counselor may not be able to. So it's different right. than a counselor. Counselors are very needed. Uh, therapists mm-hmm. very needed. But in this case, the coaches, I think, are just, they're ones who have experienced it, who have been there with you or have been yeah. in the same place that you are. And so, you know, that's that's what's unique about it. That's what really excites me about it is people are getting healed by all these other people. And that was what was it's overwhelming amazing. to Christy and I when we started this was like, we're being inundated by all these people asking us, what do we do next? And we're going, yeah. we don't know how to help everybody. Like, Right, we're putting a right. podcast out there and it's inspiring people, but like there's more that the more of a pathway yeah. that they've got to walk and we can't walk right. with them. Now we're walking right. with people, but it's I other, it's that. not us. I would recommend that people listen to episode 148, which is our certified guide episode yeah. where it explains all of this mm-hmm. way more in depth. So good. And then also listen to episode 192 with Naomi Widmer and Teresa oh. Glantz. Yeah. Uh, yes, because that, a great that is about the certified guide relationship mm-hmm. that they had together. And so that's yeah. just my little tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I think I would also just a little shout out to the website, nothingiswasted.com. We can find mm-hmm. out more about certified guides and some of the other resources yep. that we have to offer here to help you take back your story. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Aubrey. So another milestone for us, Christy has recently started uh, practicing. As a PA. Now you're gonna have to ask her about all this kind of stuff and how she feels this about this. This is so cool. But it's really fun because, and and, I, and this is the reason I bring it into the conversation. You know, she, first of all, I'm super proud of her because yeah. she made a decision when we first got married that she wanted to make sure our family was good, that she, that our family mm-hmm. was stable. And so she had finished, mm-hmm. you know, our first year marriage, she finished up PA school, which is you guys know graduate school and across the board, but PA school is like medical school slammed into two and a half years. That's crazy. I don't and know. She had she just did. finished it up. And then she decided instead of seeing, she's seeing all of her classmates, all of her friends get their first jobs and go into the workforce wow. and stuff and something that she's dreamt about for years and years. And then she decidedly said, no, I'm going to stay at home and I'm going to homeschool Weston mm. and Natalia and I'm going to make sure that our family gets blended well. And it's like, amazing. Wait, hold on. What you're going to, you know, and Right. Selfishly, I was kind of like, hey, why don't you just go work? Because you can make a lot more money than I can. <laughs> You're bringing can, a little of Maybe that. I should stay yeah. home and homeschool the kids, you know. But, <laughs> but we were, I mean, we were pastoring the church at the time. And, um, and so, um, and she's continued to do that until then. She uh, just recently was approached by an ER doctor here in town and she's starting up 
they, they asked her to be a part of this practice and be the holistic functional provider okay. for them. That is awesome. Cause is that exactly is like her she, passion, right? Exactly what she wants to do. So here's the point so of all cool. of this, that like when you just follow the Lord's direction, even if it doesn't make sense to her, it didn't make sense. She's like, right. why am I doing this? I, why am I staying at home with the kids? But the Lord right, told her clearly, right. this is the thing for you this season. Then the Lord, he usually brings to you more than what you could ask or imagine when you wait on his timing. Oh, it's so awesome. And I think that might be one of the biggest things we've learned this year is timing. Mm. It's the Lord's mm. timing, you mm. know, uh, it's perfect. And he keeps yeah. reminding us of that over and over and over and over. So if you feel, if you feel like God's withholding something from you, he's not, yeah. he's just holding it back right now because it, your world's not ready for it. Mm, that's so you know? good, Dave. I, that's, I, I need to like tattoo that on my forehead or something that's because I, I feel like i can get in the trap really easily of like why aren't you doing this thing now lord <laughs> that i feel like you told me you know right. and that's it he's that how did you just said that so beautifully almost like a tweet <laughs> <laughs> he's not holding back from you he's yeah. just withholding because you're not ready for it or your world's not ready for it that's good i yeah. love that that's so cool congrats to christy i that's know incredible. it's really exciting and she also spent so much time helping us get nothing is wasted off the ground i mean she was the one in the early days when we first started the ministry taylor can attest to this because taylor yeah. and tommy were sitting in this room right now they're the they're the only ones that were the beginning with us and and christy's creating all these systems and she's trying to figure all this stuff out wow. for us and you know, we had kind of felt like that God placed this verse on us. If he, uh, I'm sorry, Ezekiel 47, 12, which talks about a tree and, and the fruit and the leaves coming from that tree would be for healing. But it, mm. it's for healing because the water that flows to the tree flows from the sanctuary, right? It flows from mm. the, the power and the presence of God. And now we just kind of see God continuing to do this in our life and our marriage and our family where we're helping people heal. And we're very, it's Amen. like going, we're going to 2022 feeling very clearly defined in that and going, okay, Christy's awesome. helping people heal specifically on a physical right. front. And yet she's able to bring right. in spiritual and emotional to this holistic practice. And then yeah. I'm, you know, we're nothing is wasted helping people heal on a spiritual right. and emotional front. Right. And, and so our family gets to just be a part of this movement of helping people heal. So cool. Oh, I absolutely love that. Chris, I think that is really powerful. Christy was really involved at the beginning when I hopped in a couple of years ago, and I actually came across this video in my phone the other day that Natalia took <laughs> of a conversation <laughs> that me, you, and Christy were having like okay. really early on in the podcast. And um, it was just really funny because Christy was helping us ideate for intros and outros. That's And awesome. she was like cooking dinner in the kitchen and like walking <laughs> back and forth being like, maybe you guys should talk about this or you should talk about this. And, and I'm sitting on and Natalia sitting with me taking this video and Aww. we're just we're having like a little podcast meeting in your living room. That's I awesome. Love okay, that. We need to post that video on Nothing <laughs> yeah, is Wasted Ministries do. Instagram. It's so cute. Absolutely but I mean, that's do. that's so I mean, that's all of it is, you know, it, it's just really grassroots. And I, right. I think it's cool that how God's used Christy and weaved her in and out of, of the ministry yeah. and where we are. It has been a long time dream here at Nothing Is Wasted Ministries to be able to make this announcement. So friends, I'm excited to finally share with you that the Nothing Is Wasted podcast has expanded to YouTube. Here's what that means. Run, don't walk, and search for the Nothing Is Wasted Ministries channel on YouTube to access upcoming podcast interviews as videos. 
It is going to create such a fun experience for you to see these interviews with the incredible guests we get to talk to as if you were in the room with us. What's even more exciting is that we have been backlogging videos of episodes for quite some time. That means we will be digging up episodes out of the archives and releasing them on YouTube as well. So you're going to want to subscribe and follow our channel to not miss reliving your favorite episodes now with video. We also plan on putting up a lot more content that you have never seen before. So pause this episode right now. Go to YouTube, search for Nothing Is Wasted Ministries, subscribe and follow before you forget. See you on YouTube. I think both of you, I mean, what I know about your stories this year is that not all of it was great. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. and this podcast is about pain and suffering right. and how God yeah. meets us in it mm-hmm. and how we can partner with him to take back our stories. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, Aubrey, if you would be willing yeah. to talk about maybe some yeah. hard stuff in your life that happened this year. Yeah. Oh, I'm so tender right now, yeah. but our audience gets this. So, mm. you know, Taylor was actually at my church on the Sunday, the day after I found out that my my best friend's cancer had returned with a vengeance. Mm. She had she was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer early COVID and then went through about a year of chemo and was told she had no evidence of disease and could go live her life and wasn't remission yet because it had been too soon, but like cancer was gone. We're all whole church, whole community celebrating. And then like a month or two later, she was like, I'm seeing something. There's something here again. And then, and then Taylor was um, there, I guess, I guess Taylor, it was in the summer Mm and our last class. And the night I had spent the the day, the Saturday with Jen and um, the just the cancer had come back with a vengeance and spread to her lungs and her lymph nodes and is now stage four metastatic incurable. Mm. And, uh, you know, we are. You know, I have not got not given up hope. I have not given up faith. We're all praying for our whole church community is praying for eradication, believing God for healing. You were talking about earlier, like I know that cancer is not too big for the Lord. I have, I have no doubt. I have no doubt the Lord could in a, in a moment, uh, take this cancer away. Um, and he might still do that. I'm praying that he does do that. We're, we're believing, we're hoping, we are standing firm in those promises for sure. Watching my, um, watching my best friend suffer, mm-hmm. go through chemo again, process and face her own mortality is just hard. You yeah. know, it's just, I, I just hate it for her. I hate it for her husband. I hate it for her precious three kids. And then just a few weeks ago, I guess when, by the time we air this, it will have been a couple of months, but Kevin's mom passed away really unexpectedly from complications due to COVID. And uh, so I feel like I'm ending yeah. 2021 with just a lot of, not doubt. I don't doubt God's faithfulness. I don't doubt God's power. I don't doubt that God is using all of this to to form in us Christ-likeness and intimacy with Him. So right. it's not doubt that I'm feeling it is just heaviness and a sense of like, oh man, the the world is not what it ought to be, yeah. and 
And in that, I see the promise, right? That even, even that longing, even that sense of like, God, it's not what it should be, which means there is a way that it should be right. because the Lord has determined the way that it should be and is making all things new now. But right. the, the, that in-between time, you know, we talk about the already not yet sometimes, I think theoretically, but when you're in the middle of it, ooh, it hurts. Yeah. Right. Ooh, it hurts. And so we, we're... We are fragile, but standing firm on the promises of God and, and somehow doing both. Um, but I feel like I have, it's not that I have a lot more questions and answers. I just have a lot more like, oh, okay, Lord, I, I, I am choosing to believe you. Yeah. I am choosing to believe you. I am choosing to see you here. Um, but some things feel hard and heavy. Yeah, for you sure. know, yeah. dependence on Him, I guess, feels like real serious. Yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah, and you, you, Davey. I know the end of the year is heavy for you too. I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about it at all, but yeah. Um, before, before I do though, I think Aubrey, you, you drew up a pretty amazing delineation there um, that I want to make sure our listeners understand, and that is that there's a difference between doubts and questions. Like people consistently will say, don't question God, don't question God, don't question God, don't question God. And so it creates this almost shame culture when you do run into these kinds of situations where you have a ton of questions. And then it's, we, we, we do people a disservice by saying, don't question God. Yeah. Because where do we take these questions? They're going to arise. They're going to come up in our humanity and our, in our, you know, finite understanding we're going yeah. to have questions. So if we don't take them to God, we're going to take them to another finite. We're going to take them somewhere. That yeah. doesn't have answers for those either, because these mm-hmm. kinds of things, there's not, a, there's often not an explanation in the natural for these things. Right. 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 Because we're talking about questions that are in a different paradigm. Absolutely. And, and then if we don't, if, okay, well, I'm not going to take them to somebody else, then I'm just going to suppress them. And that's recipe for disaster too. Yeah. And so yeah. the place to take these questions is to the Lord. Yeah. And you can question God without doubting God. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think that's so important for us to understand. We can and should bring these questions to God because therein lies our healing and our comfort yes. and our encouragement and our hope. Yes. This yes. is what tethers our feet to the rock is is questioning and wrestling with God. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I think that you're describing this kind of tension that you can only feel and experience when you're in the middle of it. Yeah. So many, so many of you who are listening to this, you're in the middle of it too. Yes. And uh, there's no easy answer. I wish there was. You said something earlier about this thing being tweetable, right? Like this little tiny... (laughs) <clears throat> and what's interesting about that is I would probably tell you don't trust somebody who just speaks and tweets. <clears throat> you know yeah, what I mean? Because to that. Yes, in totally. a lot of ways, there are a lot of people out there who are just carbon copies and they're copying what other people are tweeting. There are some people who are quote unquote tweeting or quoting because they've done a whole lot of wrestling yeah. on the back end and they've yeah. come to some conclusion that is so deep Mm. that you only can find those riches and those mysteries in the deep, dark places of wrestling with God. 
Absolutely. There are just, it, you know, you hate to say this, but it's just the truth. Like there are yeah. treasures there in the darkness that aren't elsewhere. And somehow like that is the goodness of God that he could even take something as dark as darkness. Right. And in the midst of that, there's gifts. Only the Lord could yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, this time of year is heavy for everybody who has experienced loss or who is... Yep. Who is look you know you know in this in this place where they they feel like they're they're fearful or and or anxious that they might be experiencing loss um, because this is the time of year that we're gathering people together family and <clears throat> we're continually reminded of the empty seats at the table and um, you know and so you know it's certainly we have the same experience I mean I was doing a, a series of posts in November on some of the crazy roller coaster and ups and downs of what November represents for us. And mm. this was a huge year for me because I don't feel like I really dove into reflecting on that. Um, uh, or at least uh, broadcasting my reflections on that in the past years. Yeah. This yeah. year I felt like I was at a place where I could, you know, where I could broadcast what I have been reflecting on and what I've seen mm. God do over the past few years Mm. to, to, you know, kind of uh, bring some healing experiences in November. And yeah. so, um, and then, you know, Christy and I were reflecting a lot because the trial coming up and we're just like pulling out all these videos and, you know, of Amanda and we're looking at them and it just content, it just wow. reminded me, it was like, man, like God's brought us a long ways, you know, a long ways. Wow. I think yeah. specifically one of the ones I posted that like was really just, it was so gracious of God. I was my, my last preaching assignment for the year, because we decidedly took some time off at the end of this year from preaching to prepare ourselves for the trial, was um, uh, was at the Blended Church. And at the Blended Church, I can't pass by or I can't go to the Blended Church from my house without passing by the gym that I was at that morning that the three men broke into my home. And I never have mm. I've preached at the Blended Church multiple times, but I've never stopped into that parking lot and faced that, you know. Wow. And I just felt like I mean, I'm, wow, sitting, I'm like. I was preaching the Sunday before the anniversary of her death. Lord, you're okay. I'm going to stop mm. into this parking lot and we're going to mm. kind of deal with this right here. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, it just was, it was a very tender moment and a very healing moment. And it just reminded me again, the things we say all the time here on the nothing is wasted podcast, lean into those moments. Yeah. You know, find right. those things that scare you, find those things that, that are, are, are that hold you in bondage because you don't want to go there. And, right. And go there and lean into those. Right. And you're going to experience right. something that is far greater than anything you could imagine. And that is the Lord's going to show up for you in those moments. And he's going to bring some, um, some healing and perspective in those moments. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, Davey, I, I would love if, if you're comfortable with it, if we spend the last few minutes praying for you because I know you and Christy and the mm. kids are you know I obviously we're we're kind of uh time traveling here yeah but yeah. December's a very significant month for you and I'm sh our listeners love you and love Christy mm. and love your kiddos and um maybe we could just end this 200 200th episode by praising the Lord for the past 200 episodes yeah. and his faithfulness and then um praying for you as well as you continue to process all yeah. of these things yeah does that sound okay yeah absolutely all right mm -hmm. All right. We'll pray for our listeners as well, yeah. because I know they're, they're walking through hard <laughs> stuff too. God, um, even just hearing Davey now remind us as he 
stood and sat or drove into that place for the first time after Amanda had been killed. Um, I mean, that feel like in our, in our earthly mindset, in the natural, that feels just like evil beyond what we mm. can imagine. And it is God, we're going to name Amanda's death as evil and still somehow God. And while that's evil here, you are inviting Davy into healing and intimacy with you through that very place yeah. that he drove past a long time and avoided, but you invited him near. And mm. so we just, we're, Oh Lord, we're in awe of you that only, yeah. only you who are all powerful and good and loving and have claimed victory over evil in this world, only you could in moments and spaces like that bring hope and healing. Yeah. Yeah. And so Lord, we honor you and we praise mm. you. We ask um, for Davy and, and for Christy and for the kiddos that, especially in December, that you would sustain them and, and that into the new year, Lord, you would keep reminding them of, of your promises and, and your presence. Yeah. And God, we, pr we pray for our listeners, those of um, you listeners, those of the listeners who have been here for all 200 episodes <laughs> and those who have been here for two episodes, God, we praise you for our listeners. And we ask by your Holy Spirit that right now through the, through their headphones or through their, their radio or through their, whatever they're, whatever they're listening to this podcast on God, that you administer very specifically to their hurts and their needs and their wounds and their pain as only you can do. Yeah. God, and then we um, we just want to stop and honor you for 200 episodes because these episodes represent stories mm. in which you have worked so powerfully, yeah. stories in which you are still working, God, and the ripple effects of those are moving out into eternity yeah. and out into your kingdom in ways that we can't even comprehend. And so, Lord, we praise you that nothing is wasted gets to be a small part of what you're doing in the world. Mm bringing your, um, your goodness and your hope and your healing, bringing purpose into our pain. And so, Lord, we commit 200, year, 200 episodes to you, almost the 200 years to you. We commit the next 200 episodes to you. We commit our listeners to you. We commit Davy and his family to you. We commit our whole staff to you, God. We praise you, and we are expectant, Lord, yeah. just to experience more of your goodness in the days to come. Yeah. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. Aubrey, thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Davey. Well, that's Man, 200. That's 200. Right there. Whew, wow. Yeah. Well, look, can I tell you the predominant thought that I have had over the, the past couple of months? And then we'll send, we'll send you listeners out with this. But um, as I've been thinking back and reflecting on you know everything, and especially in regards to Amanda, I just keep thinking about how proud she would be of you guys, all of you guys. Like Aww. I knew her life and she knew her life was going to be, she wanted it to be you know, um, wrung out for the gospel, the way that Paul talks mm. about. Nobody yeah. could have imagined, she couldn't imagine how that would play out in her life. And we, none of us can imagine how it would play, will play out in any of our lives. But I'm watching that take place when, when we get to talk to you guys over these airwaves and we get to mm -hmm. see and hear the life change that is happening, the ripple effects mm -hmm. of the transformation that's taking place in your life, the healing that's happening. And, and um, you know, God could have done, used a number of different things for that to take place. And, and you know, nothing can thwart his plan. And yet we're reminded that nothing is wasted. That he's that's not going right. to waste Amanda's death. He's not going to waste any yeah. pain that any of us are walking through right now. 
that there mm-hmm. are going to be ripple effects of transformation and healing that are going to come out of it um, as we just walk in the flow of what he's doing. So, That's so thank awesome. you for letting Thanks me be a that. part of this, guys. And um, excited to jump into 2022 with all of you guys. Hey, Nothing is Wasted listeners, we have some incredible things planned for 2022, and we've got some great series that we have uh, working and cooking up up our sleeve to be able to bring it to you and, um, and administer to you as you're walking through whatever you're walking through. We're kicking the first one off next week, even though it is slightly before the year turns over, we're starting with a widowhood series. We're going to be interviewing widows and widowers uh, of all different ages and their journey as God is walking them through their loss and through their healing and, uh, and, and through some, some restoration and redemption through all of that. So why don't you listen to this little clip from our first episode of the Widowhood series. Now, I take you to May 15th, 2016. Great day. Great day, because our, our oldest grandchild was graduating from high school. He was valedictorian, and uh, he gave a wonderful Christ-honoring talk to a stadium full of people. I had to leave at the end of it, because I had guys driving me through the night to get to another state. <clears throat> and um, so I said, I love you, honey. We're still in the bleachers. And she said, I love you. But then, Davey, she got uh, uncharacteristically teary. We've had a thousand goodbyes that, you know, I've traveled a lot. And I said, what's going on? And she said, I'm really going to miss you. And I said, oh, don't worry, honey, it won't be long. I couldn't have been more wrong. 